Lead pass, finds Debrinkin, he has space to the net, Debrinkin and Bouchard, he scores! Alex Debrinkin! Back around this place, Giroux, he scores! Now Shabazz sees it across, North the Hurts, he scores! And what a save by Talbot! Brady Kachaka, he scores! Stutz for one time, From a studio in a euphoric nation's capital, welcome to Season 10, Episode 15 of the Sense Call-Ups for Thursday, July 14th, 2022. I'm Cardinal, Pan and Canuck are here as well. Senators fans can be forgiven if they aren't used to having so much good news at once. But we've been risking cardiac arrest over the past month with the amount we've been getting. From the news about Alfie and the Hockey Hall of Fame, LeBreton Flats, a big trade at the draft, major work by General Manager Pierre Dorian and his team during free agency... It's almost like we're a kid at Halloween who's already on a sugar buzz, but we can't decide which piece of candy to have next. We'll try and cover all of this stuff tonight, but uh, given how much there is, we might actually miss something. Boys, I can't believe I just said there might be so much good Senators news that we might not fit it all in one show. And to be honest with you, it's like I was looking at our list of things, I'm like... I think we can maybe get through the send stuff. Yeah, I don't no, think we're gonna. Talk, I don't think we're gonna be talking much about the rest. We might of the be league. talking about one more team. But. Well, we may. We'll touch on a few other things around the league, but yeah. uh, it's there's so much senator stuff to talk about that uh, we're, that's going to take up an awful lot of our time tonight. It is a beautiful day. It is. Oh, that's a good sound. What does this one sound like? Oh, similar but mm-hmm. different. Oh, oh, I'd forgotten how good these Uh. are. So tonight's show is brought to you by a uh, Waterloo Grapefruit Rattler, uh, Tim Hortons uh, Large Double Double. Yeah, Tim Hortons is our sponsor now. One cream. Oh, one cream. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, stop dissing our sponsors. (laughs) And a, who is this made by? I can't even remember. I think it's on the top. It's a Space Invaders IPA. Turn it upside down. Yeah, they're Amsterdam Brewery. Oh, Amsterdam Brewery. There we go. Uh, Space Invaders IPA. It's very hoppy, and I've had these before, and they're fantastic. I bought it for the label. (laughs) Because it has a Space Invader on it. Yep. I don't see a problem with that. It is delicious, though. What? What a month. And it hasn't even been a month. How y'all doing? Well, we were here just about the same as last time, except I'm tired and grumpy. I I just got back from Berta. Berta? Yeah. At Uh, Stampede. Uh, were there people protesting at the Stampede? Nah. No Freedom Convoy there? No, we just shoot them. Well, you see, <laughs> they won't protest something. They won't try and screw up something they like. They'll just try and screw up stuff that they don't care about because that way they can annoy people. But they don't want to They don't want to break up something that they actually enjoy. I did not see that, protesters, they all, but I wasn't looking for them either. Yeah, so. They also might get shot. So, you know, never know. Lassoed. <laughs> Brandon. Well, we just, lost a, <laughs> we just lost a province. That's fine. <laughs> we make fun of everybody equally. Every, pretty much every province. Well, we like to make fun of the other, the rest of Ontario, too. So, yes, fine. True. Oh, or at least most of the rest of it. Not the Belleville section, but just, you know, sort of west of there. Oh. I went to a concert last night. Oh. Oh, yes, you uh, did. Chainsmokers. You won't know what that is. So, yes. you're familiar with Rush? <laughs> just a bit, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um... Think picture in your head, Rush, what they sound like. It's the exact opposite of that. Yo, it is. No, so it's it's not. <laughs> so it's not. In, in, it's, it's, yeah, it's not incredibly talented. No, nope, definitely rock. not. No, nope, all computers. Okay. 
Well, I was going to say, you weren't at, I don't remember who was playing at Blues Fest last night. All I know is that uh, after the concert, a, a great Some number... Some 41 of, was. Oh, is that who was the headline act last night? I don't night? think they were headline. Well, whoever it was, uh, a lot of their fans really sucked as human beings last night. That's all I have to say about that. Um, I'm accustomed to living through Blues Fest every year because I live in that corner of downtown. And so far this year, up until last night, people have been pretty reasonable. Not last night. Last night was, I don't give a blankety blank about anybody we're gonna whoop and holler and scream and laugh and just cause a ruckus until about 1 30 in the morning the show ended at 11 <laughs> i went to a chinese restaurant at 1 30 in the morning and Dude, people were dancing on the tables <laughs> was it called Li Ho fuchs <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> holy fuchs <laughs> There's something like Shanghai Sam's for there. It's it's stampede. It's oh. <laughs> it was crazy. Anywho, yeah, Blues Fest. Um, be Alexis nice on over. fire. Be nice when it's over. Um, we have so much to talk about. Let's just get going. We're, we're sitting here kind Game of Game on. Yeah, no. Thanks for that. Um, uh, can't wait have, for that though. We have some housekeeping. Well, okay. <laughs> He's already done it. He can't do it again. So perfect. The hell I can't. <laughs> housekeeping. Freedom. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Don't start that one with me. Email is podcast at sensecomps.com. We have one, I think. Yeah. Um, we also have a voicemail. We have a voicemail, I think, too. Uh, uh, the, someone hanging up. That's what I thought it was. I'm like, I, I was listening to it going... I think they got nervous. Uh, uh, the Waiver Wire, sponsored by Netphone Canada, is one 7367 or 1-844-SCU-SCNS. And the forms are at Uh There's a thread going on, a couple of threads during the summer, and they'll We'll pick it back up in the fall. There was a discussion about uh, the draft and so on where we're all really looking forward to the season now for things other than bingo cards. Like yes. watching the game. The for, actual game. We're actually looking forward to watching the game, not just to try and find dabs on your bingo card, which will be, well, to be completely honest, something we haven't done in a few years. So that'll be nice. Uh, a little unusual, but it'll be nice. Um, yeah, okay. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, now you can do, do your shouting. Game! But there isn't a game. So. <laughs> I was going to say, we know we can't stop him, so we humor him, and then we can move on. Okay, gotcha. Um, when we were here two weeks ago? Ish. Ish. Uh, we had what we thought could be the biggest Sens news of the year. And you might argue it still is. The exaltation episode? The of- exaltation <laughs> episode of Daniel Alfredson being selected to enter the uh, Hockey Hall of Fame. It's pretty hard to top that, but to give credit. But here we are. (laughs) Give credit where credit's due. Uh, Pierre Dorian and his team have done one hell of a job at trying to beat it over the past couple of weeks. Incredible. Unreal. Unreal. This is. I think the entire fan base, including myself, went from. I was done with Dorian. Like there's inaction. Drafts coming up. There seems to be nothing happening. And then in a, I think everybody was getting Buffalo to that point. Trade was just like, Whoa. And that that's where the breaking point was with the the reported Murray. Well, it would happen. Like the Murray was traded to the Buffalo. It was basically worsening your own first round pick and retaining salary. Like in of itself. Now I think he had other things planned, but in of itself, like that is a bad. That that looks like Ottawa trying to save money. Yep. That's worse in our draft pick to ma- save money. Just making us. 
And making the team worse. So, and, and making the team a little worse, yeah. So, but no, because that's what happened, though. And 12 it's, hours later. Yeah. <laughs> but what happened, because I don't know, I don't know who leaked that. Must have been Buffalo just because they were annoyed by it. Um, well, they were probably annoyed by the fact that Murray said no. Absolutely. Yeah. It's like, you yeah. guys didn't check with him? <laughs> so. Hey, that, at least we knew he had a list. Huh? Vegas? At least we knew he had yeah. a nose don't trade list. <laughs> so the... Vegas has left the chat. <laughs> they, they did it again, eh? Did oh, you see that? No. Patch ready for future considerations to Colorado. Wait, future considerations have been traded around a yeah. lot. He's good in the room, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that trade Sell got... Off. That... Sell off. They just dumped Patch ready. Pacioretty and, and a prospect for futures. And that one was turned down. That's why Pacioretty ended up in Carolina? No, no, no. He was in Vegas just now or oh. yesterday. Oh. Because Vegas needs, they're over the cap. They're still over the cap. But there was, a, I saw something last night that he and somebody else were going to Carolina. Carolina, yeah, yeah. Okay. From Vegas to Carolina. Oh, so they. So, so Vegas gave him away. Right after they acquired him? No, uh, Pacioretty's been there for years. But what did they do again? It sounded like you, they you traded something. You said like well, they they just dumped something. They they use them, chewed them up, threw them out. Oh well, they do that to everybody. Yeah, because they expect to win every year. There, there's your reputation, right? It's this yeah. is, this is a reputation now that, which that you talked about. Too. Yeah, that team is 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 nose diving. It's and no longer that special. No place. It really isn't. They don't care. Mm. You can keep making money. You do what you can to win. Um, yeah, but they don't the understand not winning. That sense? They don't understand about Oh, yeah, winning. so that Buffalo trade. Yes. Because that part got... got nuked? Got, well, it got nuked, but it got leaked. And without knowing the whole picture, we're all like, this is nonsense. It's probably the best I save Mary, so, Murray made all season. But the thing is, is that that, deal, that yeah. deal was you took the Buffalo pick and you took a prospect and you gave that to Chicago. That's the other half we didn't know. That we didn't know. So no, Murray didn't save Dorian's job. The whole thing makes sense. Because that would have just been the same deal. Going to your concern, Cardinal, it wouldn't have involved the Leafs. It would have involved Buffalo. Right. I didn't like either one of them. But that's just me. Well, Buffalo's nowhere near going to be competitive anyways. Oh, I don't care. I, yeah. My objection to the Murray trade was simply, was was simpler than that. It's that... Teams were looking for goalies because there were only a few of them that were available and they were already all taken. And there were teams who were going, like Toronto had no goalies, zero. Yeah. So they needed two. Good luck with that. And we paid them to take one. The the challenge, I, I agree, because if Murray does find his way, the, Fourth time's a charm. the rub will be that Ottawa is helping them to do it. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Um, the but, trouble was, though, with Murray is that he reached a point with the organization that he had to go. So there was pressure that way. If you recall, I think he was, was it there in Carolina, that game they played? He was on a little bit of run there in Carolina and they lost like, like eight goals. Or Florida, that was his last game. Like eight goals. Sites have took and then he stayed in for the whole game, all eight goals against. And then following that, he yep. had uh, an, an inj- a season ending injury and he never played again. Mm hmm. Uh, so there's obviously something between him and the organization. He had no, to no, go. No, that, no, that, that was... So Zaitsev, this was in Florida. Zaitsev ran into him and we lost a game like 8-7 or something crazy. Yeah. It was just nuts. But he stayed in playing hurt. 
Okay, so it wasn't a fake injury. It was no, 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 no. Uh, he didn't get loopled. No, he, that's what no, I wondered. He got concussed. So and that's why he couldn't go to world championships and everything else. That probably made him mad too. Okay. R- regardless, it but seemed that he was he's unreliable, and well, it was bad. Well, there's all that. His contract was too much. I don't think there was a market. For, there wasn't much of a market for him. There was no. some, obviously. Buffalo was interested. Um, yeah. Toronto was interested, but I don't think te- obviously teams were not interested in him for his full contract value. But no, Buffalo was interested in the better picks. Yeah, that that's what they were getting out of this deal. If it had only been twenty five percent salary retention, it is. I'd prompt. No, it's not. It's plus, picks. plus well, two plus extra picks. picks. Plus the picks. The two picks part is what is just no. It's just because we're I don't like that either. And we get nothing. Back. It's not even a swap of picks in one round for another. We get nothing back. Yeah. Zero. Well, you got to look at it on the aggregate, though. Well, the, you know, okay. Then people who were saying, well, I really hate this trade, and he should go because of this trade and this trade, got to look at the aggregate. That, you know, what, that one was directly to get Cam Talbot. Oh, I understand that. Yeah. I think... Uh, I like it. I don't like the fact we sent two picks. I'm with you there. I wish it was just a straight trade, 25 cap. But Leafs are just going to blow them anyways. But we should have gotten something back for them. That's but I'm I'm sorry. Matt Murray had five wins last season. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I I'm not disagreeing that I, he. Should, I think I he's going like he's going. Toronto implode. fans are not happy with no. what the, happened there. They just, and they now have a four and a half million dollar backup goalie. To a guy who had a really good season a couple of years ago, he but sells be- <clears throat> he sells better numbers than Samsonov, who's the other guy that they got. Samsonov, Samsonov had a eight nine five save percentage, but the year before that he had a good year. Now Murray will have yeah, a better no, team in front of him in the sense of what he had last yeah, year. Yeah, because he's going to have like Victor Mete. Nobody's and going Jordy to Ben, but he's going to have better offense scoring. I was going to say. They'll have a better offense, but look at what Jack Campbell went through last year. He got shelled some nights because that team cannot keep the puck away from their own net. Yeah. Yeah. They, have to, they have to outscore the opposition. Yeah, they have. They they only win by it's by steamrolling the other team with goals, not because they can play any sort of defense. Or the small section of time when Murray Excuse does me. show up and stand on his head. Because he did do that for a, a little couple, stretch. He did, for that, that, that he did it for a month games, last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he won three of them. So, uh, I I'm over it, but I'm still yeah. don't. I'm not as as. Oh my god, that was a great deal. It's like, I think we no. sent him a poison pill. I I think it will be interesting. I am genuinely genuinely curious to see how the first twenty games of the season go in Leaferland. Because if he stumbles at all, like if he doesn't come out, if if Murray does not come out of the gate absolutely on fire mm-hmm. with like a 920 save percentage and wins 14 of the first 20 mm-hmm. uh it's not gonna go so well he's got a triple his murray's only got three settings it is injured <laughs> injured yeah that's one of them sick on fire or absolutely deflating horrendous like he just lets yep. stupid goals in that you, just deflate can, the team you can blame the sense as much as you can he wasn't good in pittsburgh either not in his last season. Not, not, not after he won. No. Yeah. He now he's going to Toronto to go. He screwed and the Sens twice with. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Go and work with his former coach from Sault Ste. Marie. So, Kyle Dubis was a GM of that team. 
But no, he has a goalie coach and as well. And the goalie coach, Kyle Dubas hired the goalie coach too. Oh, okay. That's what it is. Toronto believes they have the, the system and the resources to properly With Vic- train yeah. and you know condition this guy back to former glory. Yes, and that wing of the of, of the lab is called the Jared Cowan. I was going to say, it worked so well with Jared Cowan and <laughs> um, um, oh, oh, the big tall guy who was in the later, the later trade. Oh, Ben. Ben, Ben, Ben. Oh, what position did he play? Defense. He was big. I think he's with Nashville. H. Last name began with H. Why am I derping on this? Then the listeners yelling. Yeah, I can hear people yelling to us from the future, from yelling at us from the future, going, "How can you not remember this?" The the thing with Murray is, I, I don't know if he's got the drive anymore, and I don't blame him. Like you win two cups when you're young. And you're struggling this much. It's, how do you re-motivate yourself? Right? It, it, yeah, I get you, it. You, you you stress yourself by moving to Toronto. Good luck. <laughs> you you thought Ottawa was yeah. being under the media microscope. You've seen nothing. Yeah, you thought Pittsburgh was bad and Ottawa was bad. Well, welcome to Toronto. And if, when you're done in Toronto, maybe they'll move you to Montreal just for Who did, giggles. Was that in the CC train? No. Uh, I think so. Uh, it, uh, no, because... Oh, Yes. Because Cowan wasn't part of the CC trade. Hold on here. Ben Harper! Ben Harper. I did have it right, yeah. <laughs> wow. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> <laughs> so, the Murray trade, I've, I've, I've settled on it. I just still didn't like it. There we go. Gives us room to get Cam Talbot. I am so much more comfortable with Cam Talbot and Anton Forsberg. Yes. Oh, I'm happy with that. Um, so, let's go, let's go to the big one. The biggest, how it all started. Well, that was how it all started. No, no, no. Oh. Pierre, no. Pierre oh, Dorian right. stole draft day. Stole draft day, no. that's right. That's true. No. That's true. He signed, he extended uh, Dylan Heather. Oh, yeah. No, no. What did the other dude too? Uh, yes. Gambrell? <laughs> no, Gambrell's Gam- Gam- in Toronto. That's it. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, no, God, Gambrell that is. is that's right. We signed Gambrell. That's same. right. Same, same, same. Too many third and fourth line players with similar names. They're identical players. Yeah. So both uses. Easy now. No, it, he was a plug. No, he's right. He's, he's a, a plug. He was, he was, he was fine. He wasn't even a plug. Who was, was it Godet or was so it Gambrell Alex, who was like in on every goal for and against one game we went to? Godet. That was amazing. It was Godet, <laughs> yeah. Power play goal, shorthanded, messed up on the 5 on 5 He was in on box everything. for the penalty <laughs> Oh, well. Kobe Baker guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Big trade. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. No, no. You don't don't let me steal your thunder. Go Seventh on. overall, 39th overall, 2024 third round pick. For a player with one year left on his contract and one year before UFA. I'm pretty happy about that trade. Alex DeBrincat. I didn't realize how small he is. No, I know. Who how, cares? Does it, how does it? Well, no, I'm... I, I say this because how does he I score that, that many goals when he's really quite... He's, I've been watching his highlights. He's always open. He's, Maybe because he, he's, he's shifty. Fa- he's fast and he's, he's in the right place. He's smart. He, okay. He's in the right place. He's smart. On the power play, he's on the other side of the rink that Josh Norris is. You're going to love it. Mm. Except he's better at it. Well, that makes for a nice, nice weaponry then. Thomas Shabbat's going to get 150 assists. Well, how Norris is a left-handed shot, so he'll get over on the right. Yeah. Um, out is a right-hand shot. He'll go on the left. So you're, yeah. you're basically on your off wing so that your sticks are inside. 
for a, a quick one-timer. For a one-timer. Well, this could be fun. His release is unbelievable. And just some of the goals, you watch right the highlights. Tight. He yeah. like he taps it into the goalie and hits a goalie, but he gets a rebound in midair and taps it back in. Like yeah. He's very skilled. So, uh, I mean, when's the last time we've had a 40-goal score like that? Danny Healy? Maybe. Yeah, but Healy would just like slam he, it in. He, he was just yeah. a sniper. Yeah, he was a sniper who That's just stood there. That's all he did. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say the last time we had a player like that, I think was who we traded for Healy. Jose yeah, Hosa. Yeah, yep. I would say that it's very, very equivalent to that. In his prime, yep. two way player. Now he, he is small because he's five seven. Yeah, doesn't get hit. But two, we gave up no nothing. roster players or prospects. or prospects. Just, we gave just up picks. picks in this particular draft, and we have lots of prospects. So if we miss a top. Round pick in this draft. Okay, I, I don't know how he got away with that trade. I I think the uh, the word is because they did not negotiate a possible extension. That's why they didn't have to pay more for him. I don't know why. Oh, for sure. I don't know for why. Sure. Yeah. Chicago cares about that, but it's kind of like no, no. You if can you, get more. Yeah, if you if you have the known security, I guess. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not worried about like uh, yeah, a lot of people. Because right that now like, we're trading for 164 uh, games. Fine. Right, that that that's essentially. What if you only get two seasons of a forty goal scorer for what you trade away, fine. Yeah, especially in the way that the rest of this lineup's getting li- locked down. It's uh, yeah. But Alex DeBrincat coming into ex- last year or two years ago's team, I'd be like, he's not going to stay. No, yeah. But coming into the optimism now, is it's much better potential that he wants to stay. We'll see. Yeah. Well, well, in Chicago's doing what we did, except they're doing it all in a year. Instead of just stretching it out over five, yeah. Well, I think they. Had, I think our team did it once, and then it's because we didn't do it right the first time. We had to do it a second. It's time. because we're a government town. We don't do anything fast. Right? <laughs> well, you got to stretch that project out if you want to maximize your revenue from it. Yeah. Because otherwise, you have to go and find another project to you know sign a contract on. It's. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. What what a steal! And I've I, been just, like, I think it was universally positive amongst the fan base too that we got to bring cat. Oh, I'd say so. Yeah. The well, only negative I heard was the there, yeah. There's two <laughs> negatives I heard. One was well, he probably won't resign. Well, like immediately, he, immediately, immediately. You don't know that it just happened because I need to find something negative because that's what I am. This, I have to find something negative to say. Yeah. The second one, and, and okay, I can understand why you might think this is that. Well, he had Patrick Kane feeding him. Yep. Okay, but we got some pretty talented passers on this team, yeah, too. Yeah, like at that time when we acquired him, we had Tim Stutzlitz that's going to light it up with him. And we had Connor Brown. Hmm. Oh, wait. Okay, we'll get to that. And maybe we could find a center or something that could be a good setup, no, man. That's Tim Stutzler. Stutzler's I he'll be, he'll, he'll be, he'll be, how, he'll be playing with Stutzler and, um, um, their, so, uh, some, and some other player to be named. Pro, well, probably another player who we'll get to in just a second. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's the thing. It's... um. Because how many times, especially at the start of the last season, you would see Stutzler start a play, Nick Paul, start a play, and then it would die on him. Because the other guys can't, weren't at the, at the level that he needs them to be. Correct. Well, he was. You've got uh, an all star. Alex Ovechkin last few years had 74 goals. Alex Brinkett is 73. Yeah. Oh, well, I don't mind. I don't mind. So Patrick Kane is Patrick Kane. Yep. But, yeah. You've got Tim Stutzel with him. That's just a brilliant player. And I think they'll be able to complement each other rather well and grow into a very good... I hope they can grow into a very good working relationship, especially with the other guy who they'll be working with, who was uh, kind of another big deal. Just one last thought on that uh, Debrinkat trade. 
I think every Sens fan went into that draft, you know, draft night. I was I was getting kind of upset because I was hoping something big would happen and it didn't seem like it was going to was happen. That, and then the, a couple the hours Buffalo before, trade? yeah, 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 yeah. And well, then, especially that leaking, like, well, you just killed the value of that pick. Yeah, and now suddenly, um, it was just a huge relief, like going into the the draft mm-hmm. that you got that value of player. So I, I think Ottawa kind of stole the news that day. Oh, hands down, yeah. In the league, we we won round one. I was going to say we we did we, we won round one. We, we didn't have a pick in it. One. We did better yeah. than the team that picked first overall. What? Probably, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, for now, was, for I now, yeah. Well, maybe ago. six years from now, it might be different. But for now, oh yeah, we've done better. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Montreal. Yeah, you know they're 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 moving the right way at least. But <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of rebuilding to do. A lot. And they're tearing it down, too. Like, ish. So if we ish. could get DeBrink had another good line mate. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a tall order. That's a tall... Like, that's a that's a big ask, knowing how this team has been you know, struggling Especially to make trades. And nobody wants to come here. Maybe like so, a veteran that can still contribute. Well, if we could find somebody maybe who was like from here. Got it. Ron Hainsey. Uh, oh, from a, here, sorry. A little old. Eric Goodbranson. Yeah. <laughs> what is Yarmo Kekalainen smoking? <laughs> he clearly didn't watch Eric Goodbranson while he was here. Josh Brown, in fact. <laughs> and, no. Josh Brown just buried everybody that he played with. Well, no, Eric Goodbranson did a pretty good job of burying himself. <laughs> Let's be honest. He did not have a what good a season mess. when he was here. And we he was here for a year on, what, like one and a half? And he was playing for about the same out west? And now he's just signed four by four in Columbus. Yeah, but, I think he's but, already 30. Like. Well, that's okay because, you know, he's going to have Johnny Hockey playing with him now. So that that's okay. That's a weird one, which we might get to, but who knows. But uh, the other little tidbit of, uh, of uh, name signing news is the Ottawa Senators managed to land the uh, player that Pan's been uh, drooling all over pretty much all year. Kevin Fiala? Claude Giroux. It's a, oh. to, it's a weird way to pronounce Claude Giroux, but okay. <laughs> Unbelievable. Apparently, Dorian in the press conference started calling him Connor. Connor. <laughs> Probably because he had Connor Brown on his yeah. mind. Oh, oops. I'd like to welcome Con- Claude Giroux. <laughs> Sorry, I just got off a call, though, Connor Brown. Well, at least it wasn't why I forgot what his name is. <laughs> Well, he didn't. He didn't, he didn't call him Gyrox or anything like that. So yeah. that's better oh. than Borowiecki. Borowiecki. It's like you've known him since he was sixteen. There was a lot of rumors that he was interested mm-hmm. in coming to Ottawa, it but was not a secret. There was but a lot we, of hopeful. I would say his father got too excited. Oh, oh okay, sure. <laughs> Told everyone. <laughs> I'm still happy about it. But yeah, I'm when's still, the last time we got a big name like that in UFA? So I was th- Sergey Gonchar. I, I'm thinking Gonchar, Maybe. but not because Gonchar was on the decline at that point. It's got to be still Hasek. a big name. It's got to be Hasek. Hasek was on the decline too. Yes, Kovalev. That was our years. Kovalev. I was expecting pure talent who could be that good if he felt like it. The problem is that most nights he didn't. Lartiste. Yeah. <laughs> So, it's like, well, you got four goals in the last ten games. That's pretty good. Yeah, but it got, it was all in that one game. Yeah, but the, the the thirty before that, he only had three. All right, or whatever it was. So yeah, I, I am so happy. And I saw him. Ironically, I saw him play twice 
live uh, once when Florida was in town here. And then I, 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 I saw him in uh, when I was in Vancouver and watched a Vancouver game. And, you know, for a 34-year-old at the time, yeah, he, he's still, uh, like, he was contributing. Like, he was oh, yeah. taking most major face-offs. He's out there at key moments and uh, well, factored in. And I really got to stop elbowing that fan beside oh. me here. Mm. He did very well for Florida in the it's playoffs. your biggest fan. My biggest fan? Okay. Do you know what his face-off percentage was last year? It was one of the top in the it league, was one of the top it? in the league. After second and third. Third? 60%. So Bergeron would be one. I can't remember who the other one was. I was going to say, who's two? I don't, I, I don't know. Hmm. Well, that would be nice. And he will be able to help Stutzel. We need the face-offs, having... number one. It, and, yeah. and I think I've said it for all year. He's an investment in Stutzel also. Oh, yeah. Big time. And we'll be playing with him, so that's a bonus. bonus. Last season between the two teams, which was 60, 75 games, 21 goals, 44 assists. That's fine. That's fine with me. Not without Zubrinkat. Oh, I think he'll do better. And Stutzel. With, yeah. with Zubrinkat and Stutzel? Both of them. Because I, I think Claude Giroux is more of a, a sister person than a... What? Like he, he, and a sister, not a oh. sister. <laughs> sister, 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 and a sister. You're going to get us tweeted out again. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, he, he had like what... When he was in Florida, I think only a few goals, but then like 20-some assists. Yep, three goals, 20 assists. Mm-hmm. In, so 23 points in 18 games and top-level team and at, he's, at the time. And he's hockey smart, so maybe you know he, he can get the puck to those dudes. Well, he, he saw what the useful role he could play was and did it. Yep. Oh, well, you know, I could score. I might score, but he probably will, so I'm going to give it to him. Yep. I'll set him up. But I it, cannot believe he's here. Yeah. I think it's pretty cool. And I think once once I see him live, it's going to be like, wow. I've only seen him, to my knowledge, if I've seen him play when the Flyers were here at some point, it, I don't really remember. Right. But I do remember seeing him play at the Bob mm-hmm. when he was still playing for the Olympique. And it was pretty cool, especially in that building. <sighs> Sorry, that building. Did, is he part owner of that? No way. Of the Olympique? No, no, I don't think so. Because I know they retired his number, too. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I don't think so. so I don't yeah, think no. so. And we got him for three years. That, that's that's nice. And I'm very happy. We have and and then just about, a, about an hour and a half before we started recording tonight, Pierre Dorian gave us another present. He's like Santa Claus for all twelve days of Christmas. There's just another <laughs> this present. Is the twelve days of Dorian. Yeah. Okay. So what's tomorrow? I'm I'm curious. Uh, Pan, you got your wish. From our last recording when you were talking with Bruce says you don't have to phone him and tell him what the deal is because it came out during business hours. Yep. Well, he's taking off for a few weeks now. Oh. He's like, after Thursday, you can't ask me this anymore. It's like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Today's Thursday. Perfect. So at which point, right after I saw that he got the sign, I'm like, so this dude's all signed. <laughs> <laughs> so Josh Norris is what you're talking about. Unbelievable. Yep. Eight years at 7.95 average. That's so. our second eight-year deal, right? Because uh, Kachuk was eight, right? Third. Shabbat. Shabbat was eight. Oh, okay. Played a year. Kachuk is seven. So they ex- their contract expired at the same time. And Norris uh, is eight. Okay. Formanton is... It was six. He's got five years left. Five years left. 
At 4.95. Yeah. 9.75. No, no, that's, that's Batherson. Batherson. Batherson, sorry. So yes. who, who, I said Formanton. Formanton no, needs Formanton to be signed this year. still needs to be signed. Yeah, Batherson. Sorry. I have, I'm tired. I admit. It's, that's why. So that there you go. There's your top six locked in. Who's left? You got... Uh, Debrinkat. Oh, Debrinkat. Yep. So well, you can't. Have under I mean, the guy just got here. If he didn't, if no, he even no, has just, got here, so I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I wouldn't bother at this point. Yeah. Don't wait until the end of the season. You can start in January or when things are looking good. If you're happy with how things are looking, absolutely, that makes sense. Try to get these him and Stitzel done as soon as as you can. Yeah. Get them done. Get them so, out of the way. So really, we have three RFAs left to sign. We have. Uh, Alex Formanton. Did you have anything else to nope. mention? For Alex Formanton, Matthew Joseph, Connor Brown, of course, for a second round, pick. and Brandstrom. Yep, won't be that much money. But currently, no. we are twenty sixth in the league in cap. That's okay. I don't mind being that low. Unbelievable. So does Pierre Dorian but get uh, these, GM some of the offseason? Some of these big contracts aren't kicking in until next year. We may be twenty sixth now, but Josh Norris is still in the last year of his entry level this year. No, no, no. So uh, Stutzel is. Stutzel is that's that Stutzel and DeBrincat will bring up that cost, but then we've got a little bit of extra weight on defense. It's got to go. Zaitsev is an example. Zaitsev and Hamannik is seven and a half million dollars. And they are well. Hamannik is gone after next year. Zaitsev, we have to figure out what to do with. Yeah, worst case, you can trade him after he gets his bonus next year. There's one other player we need to sign during the season, and that's Artem Zub. Yep. Yep. Because he's at two and a half million dollars for an incredibly useful player I don't who know fits if he's in well. Even gonna need that much of a raise either, though. Well, uh, if he doesn't need it, fine, just get it done. Mm-hmm. He's a very, very useful player. Mm-hmm. There, there was another trade too we didn't talk about. Yeah, did I miss one? Oh, I'm sure I did. There's been so much going on. Well, no, we we should mention this. Connor Brown. Yep. Traded to Washington. What a steal by Washington. For a second round pick. I don't like this one. I know, I think they're doing it for monetary reasons, and I haven't seen what the monetary reason is yet. So are you going to signing Josh Norris? And the fact that he's, he said he's you testing. You've got to pay to bring Cat $9 million. you got to pay to bring Cat $9 million in salary this year. I thought it was. I thought it was going. four point six. No, his cap hit is six point four. His oh. cash is nine. Oh, okay. so that's where people are saying because you have to qualify him at nine million. Right. Uh, ouch. So well, a long term deal. That's that's fine. Uh, I I have I don't actually have that much of an issue with. Uh, well, he he Conrad. did say he was going to test. He so. said I am going to be testing free agency at the end of next season. I th- oh, my point is, I think you could get more of him. At a Pro- trade deadline than you could now, I think the. But I, I yeah, I, I might have kept him as, as a self rental. Right, you could have, but I, I'm fine with it because with the number of players that are coming in, it limits the number of places that we can actually have some of the players that we're hoping will be on this team or two and three years even having a chance to play. Can I go through projected lineups? Um, it, it, one quick second. Okay. I did have a thought with the um. The Connor Brown trade. Now, Connor Brown plays on the penalty kill. He does play some power play as well. Here's my thought. PP2, which was terrible. But he was playing as a top six forward and doing that. Mm -hmm. If we can get a penalty kill that involves our bottom six forwards, Mm -hmm. I really like this trade. 
because it means that we're not using, well, somebody who was a top six, who would have been a bottom six now, but we'll be using somebody else. But it's bottom six players on the penalty kill, which means when the penalty is over, we have our top two lines fresh, while the other team's top two lines are tired because yes. they've just finished playing them. I'm like, that's what and I want to see. And his shoulder's been repaired and Shane Pinto's back. We're hoping... What do you, what do you think True. the third line would be? Like what? Pinto, Formanton? So, so the lines I've got, Kachuk, Norse, Batherson. Yeah. No big surprise there. Debrinkat, Susel, Giroux. I don't even no know if that's one there. and two. That's like 1A, 1B. Mm-hmm. Like, who very cares? Good. Very yeah, cares. It really... Yeah. That's That's got to be 200 goals within the six of them. Could be. Um, third line, fast... Yeah. Young, two-way players in your face. So Formanton, Formanton Pinto, Pinto, Matthew Joseph. Oh yes, Matthew uh, Joseph. Yes. Okay, Joseph. that's true. That, I, there was a name I knew. I was forgetting something. I'm like okay, Watson. Who am okay. I thinking? Fourth line, Parker Kelly because I love the yep. kid. That's a guy that I can flip back and forth with. Caslick loved his game. And can drop the fists. Watson. And you might have Gambrell uh, is your thirteenth forward. Ridley Greig. Yeah, Angus you'll have Brookshank. him. My yeah. reserves. My reserves. Sokolov, which we've forgotten about. Yep. Yerventi. Ridley Grigg. I'm assuming Tyler Boucher would be in the AHL just to pump him up no, to I a think, different level. I, I think they're going to leave him in the we'll AHL. We'll see. Really? Yep. De- depending on the game, and I hate that I'm saying this, Scott Sabre. You still haven't said Angus Crookshank. Cole Reinhardt and Angus Crookshank. So in the Josh Hennessy group, we have three, six, six or seven forwards, depending where uh, Boucher plays. Mm. I don't think he would. Every be. team Not will be. I, he he would be way too though. young to be putting into that group next year. I don't way know. He's really young. big, though. But he's too young. And, and he's apparently done quite well in uh, the rookie camp. But still, if you don't, that's okay. Still. That's I'm okay. Good. We've got six other guys to draw from for the year. D- defense is where it gets a little bit shady. So Shabbat Zaitsev, I, the, the way that I put it was Shabbat and Zaitsev mm. because I want Zubat Sanderson. And then Hamannick and Holden together? Brandstrom and I've got Holden as my seventh. And I, I, I don't know. There's a gap. Yeah. There's a gap we need to That's not working in my brain. It's not great. I know there's a lot of push for... Sanderson, he's never played a game. I know. Let's not. That's the thing. Let's not pressure him. You don't know if he's great. They got him slotted Fantastic. into like top D. Top four minutes, yeah. And like, no, wait, no, wait, no, 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 no. The he's guy hasn't there. played a single game as a senator yet. Yep. He hasn't played a in, in single, the league. He hasn't played in the AHL either. Right. That's right. <laughs> he's coming from university into the NHL. If he can do it, fantastic. It's hard for a 20 year old to do that and does defense too. Mm-hmm. So. That's the only thing that needs work, which I think we're all aware of. Goaltending, of course, Cam Talbot, Anton Forsberg. Um, and then, so reserve defenseman, Bernard Docker, Lassie Thompson, Maxine Gannett, and of course, Hetherington. Yeah. Four guys you can choose from. I was going to say, and those are four guys who... Different games. Different games, but they're all reasonably dependable. Yep. The one nitpick that I'm going to give to the team is we're needing that top four. One of Thompson and JBD should be there by now, and they're not. 
they may not project out. They may, they may not, not end up yeah, being that. They might not be. So between that and brands from not really working out, that's why we have the problems that we do. Right. So, of course, and then depth goaltending. Uh, you might not have seen this. Well, we signed one. Antoine Bebo. Doesn't mean a thing to me. Reserve defense, uh, reserve goaltender. Is he going to be in the AHL? So he'll He's play with Sogard? He's Sogard, Marilyn, and still in Kingston. And Mandelisi will stay in the AHL? Okay. True. What so do you think, what if do you there's think a long-term the... injury, Bebo can come, come in and back up. Not a problem. What We didn't talk too much about this, but what do you think about the uh, the Cam Talbot acquisition and trade? I'm fine with it. It's, I think it's an upgrade over making sure we have... Uh, making sure we have a solid goaltending duo. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying a like one it. and a one and two. I'm saying a solid goaltending duo. Yep. I like that. Yeah, that's the way I look at it. One A, one B. Um, I, I think, think Talbot's still the start. Talbot, Talbot should get this, the majority of the. He should starts. just based on his resume and, the, and his record. Uh, but whatever works. Like, actually, think, he went, he said he'd like to do like 50 games or something. Yep. Well, we'll see how yeah, it works he wasn't out. Gonna, he wasn't going to get the net out of Flurry. Right. We'll see how no. it works out, but I'm fine with it. I have no yep. issue. It's certainly one here. it makes me it makes me far more comfortable than you know looking at what's going on down the 401, but mm-hmm. or or down the 417 in Montreal. The <laughs> <laughs> I can laugh in both directions on that one. Like, I'm fine. So I'm I'm good with it overall. I'm, I'm good with it. Yeah, and I mean this. This is a playoff team. It, it is, isn't it awfully nice to say I'm good with it. Does the, the defense? But somebody has to fall. Sends Bo- sends will rise. Boston. Boston. I think Florida was a one and done. Maybe, maybe. Um, and Toronto won't be as nearly as far ahead as they were. No, Toronto will still have Tampa's that powerful exhausted. offense that will help them in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Maybe, but but with bad goaltending, they might take a little hit. And their their forwards are getting older, especially their you know, one of their big name stars. Oh, but Matthews is still cranking them out though. Yeah, but that's one line. Matthews and Nylander. Nylander. And so I know. Oh, Tavares. but don't you know that? Uh, yeah, John Tavares had a Steve Eiserman moment. You know, and oh. now you know he's on. He knows what to do to win. <laughs> <laughs> Go somewhere else. <laughs> you know, the, the, the Colorado Avalanche may have won the cup, but no team got more respect in the handshake line than the Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> I forgot about that one. So much respect in that handshake line. For sure. Oh, God. That's because it's Columbus is laughing at them. Bahaha. Um, Columbus really lit So there was a lot of talk, and I'm going to say the best top six in the league. And yeah, you can argue Toronto and Edmonton. Probably, I think we got the best top nine. Did Toronto's window like their their best two chances to win? Their best chance to win was two seasons ago. That was their season. Mm-hmm. They did the whole Prime Video series on Listen, it. Matt Murray is their starting goaltender. No, but Toronto should have easily made it to the Cup final that year. It was can't the North Division? Yep. And yeah, they, they, they dominated them. the division. They were up three one against Montreal, and they it was three yep. one. Shit, the bed. Montreal <laughs> went all the way through. Yeah, that was their year. Yep. And now this year they we were they petrified were, of it too. This yeah, this year was they were better, and they lost to a good team, but they they still had their moments to put it away, and they didn't. Yeah, still finding ways to lose. Sure. Uh, what are the choices here? 
Oh, we got we got pints going on. Space Invader or? or uh, I'm gonna try that Rattler, please. Waterloo grapefruit. Waterloo grapefruit. Thank you. It's not my favorite, but I couldn't find any others. I did summer. And the Bud Light one's really good, oddly enough. So the Bud Light Rattlers, they're yeah. good if you can find them. Let's go with standings. So who could drop? Well, uh, Boston, Boston for Toronto, Boston, Montreal. Well, Montreal staying in the basement. Detroit will be somewhat better. Buffalo. I think we're going to leap. Buffalo says they're going to be better. I'm not so sure, especially Columbus since they no longer have Eichel. <laughs> Columbus is in our division, though. No, but that's all the wild card stuff, right? Oh, okay. I was just thinking in our division. Islanders. I don't know what they're doing. Shaving. <laughs> I think Florida's going to drop. Who knows how Tampa's going to react? Yeah, and like Braden Point's very injured, and they've lost uh, Palat. They lost Palat. They lost Palat because they signed Nick Paul, and they lost a, Ryan McDonough. Yep, yeah, they had to give him away to keep Sergeyev. Mm-hmm. So they're just chipping away, right? Just chipping away at the team, little bit by bit. Palat was incredible, and I don't know why they see out of Nick Paul for three for three million dollars for, for seven, seven years. years. It's a it's a it's bit a of a fantastic playoff player. Steve Eyes, he had that one good game. He, he's what? And what a game! <laughs> he had a one great game, but I mean, other than that, he's a four, he's a useful playoff player. But I wouldn't call him a great playoff player. He's but that handy. one game that he's that give him I give him another million just for that one game. Oh, he single handedly beat the Leafs. Oh, I know. Yeah. It was Honestly, if he didn't all the Leafs on the ice and just Nick Paul, and he still beat them. And, and Nick Paul's in his street clothes. <laughs> it's like Chuck Norris. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for picking up that reference. Other team news. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, there were some significant personnel changes. Um, if we don't, we didn't talk about this when we were together for the Alfie episode. So this is since the end of the season. There have been some significant changes in personnel at the, at the office level. Well, actually, all over that place. That's true. Uh, Pierre Maguire, who was the VP or director of something or other, I think we did cover that. We do. We covered that, and we didn't really know what he did, but he was fired. Um, I didn't like that one. He got us Michael Del's auto. I didn't like that one. Well, it seems to be working okay without him. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, I, I think having um, uh, Ryan Bonus and uh, Trent Mann as new AGM seems to be working out Trent pretty well. Trent Mann absolutely deserves this. Because he has done so well in drafting yep. uh, amateur. And having Ryan Bonus, who's done quite a bit. This is the son of Rick Bonus. Mm-hmm. Um, and who has done quite a lot for, uh, in the league for Pittsburgh, Atlanta, and Winnipeg. Um, has seems to have uh, at least... He's got to be involved in some of this stuff and seems to be working out pretty well so far. So um, they they were brought in as AGMs because Peter McTavish left uh, to go and work for uh, an agent. He wants to be an agency, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to go back and be an agent. So, okay, that's fine. Um, your favorite, uh, Roger Lajois, designed as the, uh, uh, resigned as the uh, director of marketing. Uh, Hashtag lease forever. From from Toronto. So what a, he's gone. What a guy. He's do, gone. Do our, did we talk about this? Nope. So 
it, uh, it kind of came out. It came to light. I mean, maybe some people knew, well, but it came to light. He tweeted something related to the Maple Leaves and a decision like they made. And then hashtag least forever. And this guy is the VP of marketing for the Ottawa Senators. And he tweets out publicly, uh, like, man, Toronto shouldn't, or something about Toronto and hashtag least forever. Well, that's a great way to get yourself. That going. explains a lot of the sucky marketing. Yep. The last several years. If you if you can recall correctly, years ago, and I think this was around the roundtable time, that Eugene went to go and talk to all the sponsors in Toronto. Uh huh. This is why. He, Eugene always had a fascination with, with Toronto. Toronto. Well, especially with Toronto Media, because they always wanted to have him on, because they knew he would say something that they could And he had an extra like. grind with Ottawa Media. Well. Did he not? I don't. In the last couple of days, you can see it was dessert. Maybe. Um, Possibly. But still. Yeah, I, I, having a marketing yeah, well, director for a team in one. Well, he's from Toronto, or Eugene was from Toronto too, right? So all he thinks of is Toronto. It's like the big businesses are based out in Toronto, all just going grow those relationships here it doesn't translate it's it like didn't trying translate. to translate it's not as bad and but it's like trying to was one of his friends it's, it's trying to push like imagine you're out in western canada and you're trying to do all your marketing from a toronto perspective yeah. it just doesn't work see montreal toronto it doesn't work it's a different market it's a mm-hmm. different market Ottawa is a different market from all those other cities well, they're all different markets yep. from the other cities. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Calgary and Edmonton are very different markets. And yes, yeah. So he's gone, which is thank nice. God. Yeah. Um, Wade Redden so, is yep. now a development. And sorry, coach. with that, because oh, I know sorry. that Bruce put this in his article today. The season's ticket base after Claude Giroux signed twenty five percent increase. 500 businesses have reached out for ticket packages. Wow. That's a good start. Because they were at an all-time low a year ago, right? 25% is nice, but I mean, 25% of a small number isn't that big a number. I mean, it's a nice nice statistic. But this is day one. Yeah, it's a nice statistic. (laughs) So So in my opinion, and I don't know if you saw the breakaway stuff that they did on on YouTube or on the socials. I saw the the Giroux one. Giroux going to the rink with his son. Yeah. Fantastically well done. This is a this is how we get, and I think you mentioned that to me, Canuck, in, in text. This is how you're selling the players to your fan base and to the community. So I would say I would hope that they can probably get Claude Giroux, bring him out to sponsors, bring him out through the community through the summer to the big companies that that number one have accounts with you. And to those that had accounts with you. Or want to again, yeah. Yeah. So kind of do that stuff and just reinvigorate. Well, the, mar- the market's already reinvigorated. Just really build that connection at this point. Build it in. Entrench it. Yep. Entrench it. So so much to look forward to. Mm-hmm. As I was saying. Yeah. Um, development camp right after the draft. Well... Right up to the draft and during free agency, really. Um, Wade Redden has been hired by the team as one of the development coaches to work with Jesse Winchester and um, Sean Donovan. So former players that have been staying away from the team are not coming back. And a talented former a talented player. one. Yes. You know, one who was around a long time and who was a very good player. Yep. 
He used to work for Nashville, too. Oh, good on him. So this isn't the first time that he's done it. Could have Eric Bransom used him a couple years ago. Still could. Still could. Still could. Because, I mean, the development coaches work with the regular players as well as the prospects during prospect camps. So, okay. Here, do this. Here, this is why. This is where you're having an issue. I've been watching some tape of you and you're doing this. And I think, are you thinking this? Right. You know, because Wade Redden, who played at a very high level and was very talented, might be able to sort of get inside someone like Eric Brandstrom's brain going, okay, you keep doing this. Is Are you seeing this or are you thinking this or where is this coming from? All right. What you need, what I would suggest you do is change your thinking from A to Q. And the reason I want you to do, make this vector in your thinking because this is what the possible results will be. Oh, Okay. And see how that works. Now, that that also depends on several things. One, the ability to communicate that sort of thing. For example, Wayne Gretzky was not a very good coach because he couldn't adequately communicate his thinking process because his thinking process was at such a high level. Mm-hmm. It was very difficult to communicate that way. But it also depends on the person receiving said communication being able to process it properly. Yep. So... Teaching is a two-way street. You have well, processing it and doing it too. Like you no have, one can do what Wayne Gretzky did. True, but he can. He he should be able to analyze what people are doing and seeing an opportunity. Okay, yes. not just I see you doing this on a regular basis and don't do that. <laughs> it it's it, this. You see the result it's getting. You you've been doing this repeatedly, and this is the repeated result of it. If you look at a situation like this, see this. You're looking at A. I want you to look at B, C, and D. There are three other possibilities depending on which way you go. So you'll have to look at it and go, if I do this, you can do this. If I do that, I can then get that. So don't don't be continually focusing on the one th- possibility you're seeing. Look at more of them. And if you get used to looking at more of them, it'll give you the opportunity to make a better decision. But you also have to be able to process that much information that quickly. Not everybody can. Because that's a talent of, of being able to process any information that quickly, especially large quantities of it. So happy to hear that one. I admit I didn't, I haven't been listening to the radio or watching the media very much in the past few days. So I don't know how development camp went. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, they finished today, which is, which is a little bit surprising that they did it during the week instead of, because they did the three on three tournament yesterday. Yeah. It was Most of the time I think they do that on Saturdays. I'm thinking they're ju- they wanted to. Oh, school's out, anyways. Yeah. Sorry, school's I out. Forgot. School's out. Doesn't but, matter. But they also want to get it finished. You know, get yeah, that's get onto true, the right? summer. There's, right? there's, You're yeah, already into mid July. Right You're already into mid July. Yeah, no, which means- I forgot that school's out because you want kids to be able to go and see that. Mm-hmm. So, and that's definitely an option. So, man, we still got all kinds of sensitives here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they and won- the, the winner of the Jonathan Petrie Award. For um, hardest working player at the camp was Ridley Gregg. Yeah, oh, that that was at the camp that just ended. Yep. Ah, so see? that very very nice to see one of the talented top end players win that for once. Well, then maybe he won't be down in uh, a in the HM. Maybe he will be in one of the top twelves. You read my lines. You yeah, had him in my there. lines. You had him as a be backup. patient. Be patient. Give him the minutes. Nope. He'll miss 15 games through suspension anyways. 
Well, that's why we have to have him up to begin the season. But again, who do you take out? Parker Kelly or Castle? Like, I well, guess. he's, he's going to be playing. So, but he's, it's going to be like seven minutes a night, or just dump him down in the AHL. No, he has to be serving his suspension. That's why. He oh has yeah, to be no, up. he'll be up. Yeah, I, I think that'll be well because we start on the road. It'll be like, well, it depends how you do the camp, right? Because it's when you break up into the teams, I just send him to the AHL team. Then when you have the chance, you just call him up and then send him back down just to run it. But that's... All paper transactions. All pa- Yeah, that's all paper. We did mention very briefly, or actually Bruce mentioned very briefly on the last episode, yeah. the uh, the Labratton News, which we touched on very, very, very briefly. We barely even touched on it. So for those who don't know, um, the Ottawa Senators have been involved with uh, another bid, a smaller bid, mm. to... Well, it doesn't involve an, a huge real estate development oh, sorry, around yes, it. Yes, it's another bit. It's only the arena, and it's a different piece of land, I yeah. think, because it's much more over towards baby. Anyway, they're involved in a, another bid to build an entertainment complex <coughs> arena um, in the LeBreton Flats area, and it's involved with. I didn't write this down. Live Nation. Thank you. Yep. Among Big others. win. Big, Big name. Yeah, huge. And this versus the previous bid that we had that was with OSEG, that was all local people. Live Nation is a huge global international, international. promotion all- agency. Like they're the people who put on all the big shows everywhere, pretty much. Yeah. And that would help put Ottawa on the map for a lot more concerts yes. because they'd be promoting the ones in Montreal and Toronto and saying, Hey, come on. We're halfway between or a third of the way there. Because that is a ch- Ottawa challenge being very in the middle so. of two big cities. Very much so. A lot of a lot of bands simply won't come here because they're like, eh, eh, well, I'm no. already in Montreal, I'm in Toronto, and I get it. Yeah, I, I, I just want it. to get down to Detroit and Chicago. But now you have a major sponsor. Like, oh no, you got to check out our new facility. And uh, yep, and the help. builder of one of the other partners, I forget what they're called. They look for equity investors globally. Globally, so this isn't necessarily just provinces or OSEG owners throwing money into into things. This is global money. Good. Um, the builders of the arena are those that did the building in Seattle, the building, the building in Vegas, which we'll go back to, of course, because that's what we do. I think we're hopefully going to go to Seattle also. The building in Long Island. And they also built a stadium in Tottenham. Their designs are very tech heavy. And they built the one in Seattle in three years through COVID. Tottenham Stadium, a a soccer football stadium, two and a half years. The one in Seattle wasn't a build from scratch, though. No, but that was still a big retrofit. project. They big just, retrofit. Yeah, yeah but I, I think it might have been easier not to retrofit it, to be honest. Um, I'm pleased. I when, and I remember, I thank you for remembering I who that was. I would say three years from now. Or from, sorry. From the start of construction. From the start of construction, I think it's going to be two to three years because these guys do not mess around. It can't be five to six years because then their technology gets outdated. Yes. So we've got to get out of her own way in Ottawa. Now, this was before all the positive wave of news at the Sens. This was one of the first ones, I think. But I will say there was immediately local radio was one, and some folks on social media were almost, instead of just being happy about it, saying, well, 
show me the money. I don't know if the money's there. I, I think, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to get happy about this because, you know, until I see the money, this might fall through. Like, why do we go uh, there? Because that's what they revel in. How many times must I tell you? If this? Melnick <laughs> was still the owner, I understand. I probably would be the one saying it. Because, you know, fool me once. Yeah. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. Uh, but I don't sense that now. Nope. And this is a project that will. It gives us a chance to change the city for the better. And because, the last one didn't. Because, well, the last one was too ambitious. They were trying, that bid was trying to do the entire Le Breton Flats, one go, let's do it. Yeah, but and, that was just going to be like hockey arena, car museum, condos, library, yeah, shop, a bunch of other stuff. It's like, no, 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 no. Just do the arena. But it's a, it, the arena for that one. Was wasn't that going to be almost across the street from the War Museum? Yes. Yeah, because this one isn't. Where is it? It's down near Bayview. It's across it's, the it's street. It's at a better spot for those transit spots. I think. Well, it's kind. It's it's much closer to Bayview than it is Pimsey. So west of the yeah. Museum. If you if you go, but it's also I think the piece of land on Albert Street, not the Western Parkway. Okay. So it's right across from City Center. Okay. But that puts it very close to Bayview, which makes a lot of sense if you think about it, because that gives you two trains <laughs> just right away. That button. You can walk to that station and take two trains to get out to Barhaven, like that, once that line is built out that far, as well as getting further east-west <clears throat> east west right away on the line that's already operating. Right. Like It makes sense to put the building where they're proposing it now rather than where it was. Still be no parking around it, people. Deal with it. They got a few there years. They got a few years to figure it out. As I mentioned, this will change the, the the way that the city works. Yes, well, one hopefully with the train that works. Well, doing all right for now. I I just thought of something. Uh oh. If you were to get, if your advice, if you could offer one part, what am I saying? If you could give a de- design idea to the builders of the new arena. What what do you think your most important advice would be? Car park. <laughs> Car park. <laughs> no, except, no, because even if you try and drive down there, you think the traffic is bad trying to get out of the parking lot at the Canadian Tire Center? Oh, try yeah. getting out of down there with 3,000 other cars. It's called rush hour, I'm and thinking, it's a disaster. I was kidding about the stupid dealerships that we oh. have out there. Non-transportation non oh, okay, okay. related. I mean, um, like in, inside the arena type thing. Clear roof so we can see the snow falling. That's actually the thing. They, they do, <laughs> that is a thing that's there. How can you have a clear roof in an ice arena? I think you could. Well, one well, big thing carpet, would you know, possibly be off. some water that is heated. <laughs> I think that's going to be a given. Because apparently the system they have out here is like the California system. Is it yeah. thermal? Well, no. Well, it was, yeah. And it, we get like frigid it was just the build the, the original design of the Canadian Tire Center was a California design where they don't think about cold water being cold. They don't think about how cold it is coming out of the ground. No, <sighs> because it's not cold. It's never cold. So it's no big deal if you don't have hot water because the cold water doesn't get cold. Welcome to winter. Yeah. <laughs> we actually like the water that comes out of our cold water taps in winter is about 5C. <laughs> if it's really cold, you could drink that out of a glass and go, that's cold. I don't need any ice. Like 40 Fahrenheit. Yeah. yeah. That's. So it's cold to wash your hands in that. No offense, but people still want Cyril Leader involved in these things. Whatever. 
he was very effective at building business relationships within the community, which is what they want him for. My desire would be wide concourses. Oh. Not these little narrow ones. That... Here's another dream from the uh, radio um, station today. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. Um, I do like your idea, by the way. Um, oh, wide sorry. concourses, so we're not getting squished together. Wide concourses, yeah. So we're not getting yeah. squished together. Was it, was it Edmonton that was bad? Um, Edmonton had the bathroom issues because they forgot that women like sports too. No, that's not it. They just, they just didn't, didn't have, have enough. Bathrooms. And then they're like, okay, well, you don't have enough bathrooms, so we'll just change these women's washrooms to men's washrooms. <laughs> and the women were like, what the hell? They designed a building without enough washrooms? Yeah. There, there's a there's a I think they forgot tr- about intermission. Yeah. There's a trend uh Vegas did this and Rogers the place Someone in Edmonton did troughs. it. Where the 100 level is so deep that you used to have a you have like a gridlock trying to people getting out of the sections. It takes about 5 minutes to get out of your section back into the hallways. They do have wide concourses that in Edmonton but they should have not enough bathrooms. Okay, so it, their their first level is like deeper than ours because the, the arena isn't stacked as much. Uh, yeah, it's not stacked. It, it's not uh, tiered, or, or it's almost like the one hundred level goes back, and then the two hundred and three hundred, as opposed to ours, are kind of like uh, stacked, stacked almost. on top of each I other. I prefer the stacked thing; you get close to the ice that way. Yep. Yeah, hmm. well, the Canadian Tire Center. Oh, where's my button? Brum. Where did the hell it go? I don't know. There it is. Is uh, really good sight lines. I hope we don't lose that. But no, I would think won't. any modern arena now. Look, we've been all we've been everywhere in Vegas in the, that arena. It's been fine. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. It's good. My one concern, um, which I've just coughed out of my brain. Damn it! <laughs> I'll be fine as you were. Oh, the one other hockey-related uh, or player movement thing we didn't talk about. We had a player bought out. We, we finally bought out someone. Bought out two we bought players. out two, actually. Mm. We bought out Colin White, who has since signed with... Florida. Florida. Not and even his old um, agent got him. Why, who's his old agent? The GM in Montreal now. Oh. <laughs> They're so far up against the cap anyway. <laughs> so 1.2 million is not going to hurt. Um, and Michael... So, yeah. Michael R- Delzato was bought out. So, we have four players... In buyouts, yeah, it's retention money that's the limitation, not buyout. I was wrong on that. Okay, well, we have a total of five now. Oh, so you're only allowed to have three retained salaries? Mm-hmm. Aha, because we now have five players who were paying to not be here. Yep, which and I mean, we'll have that for at least another two seasons. Well, Dion, enough, <laughs> Dion, Dion comes off this year, and Bobby Ryan comes off next year, next year, and then we get a cap credit for Colin White. And Matt Murray is only another two years as well. Retained for two years. Retained for two Until years. Until they buy him out in the summer, and then that gets split. And you think Toronto will buy him out? Yeah. And then the we'll... new GM is absolutely going to buy him out. <laughs> hey. <laughs> well, will the new GM? This... Will the new GM still be under Shanahan? There's no, a there's a Toronto no, question for you. I don't think so. Would they would they clean house completely? Do you think? We're going to go off base from the Senators you for a would, second. You would probably have to do something because Austin Matthews only has two seasons left. Well, So yeah. can you... One, is it the right thing to extend him? 
two do you blow it up if you choose and this is looking at whatever that next level is if you choose to blow it up do you you don't unlike the senators you don't let Dubis do it you bring somebody else in fresh eyes I, I just, mentality I just found a picture of the new starting goalie for the Toronto Maple Leafs yeah poor Claire it was that's a Matt really, Murray. yeah, it was a really oh. bad picture. He looks like sixty something years. Oh my old. god, it looks like it was, he's a, been... it was just a bad picture. Okay, well, <laughs> if but if if Toronto does decide to blow it up and and does the, if they do decide to blow it up and they do decide, okay, you know what, new GM, new coach, what about new president? Yeah, because the Shanna it's, plan it's, has been so it's, long it's, coming it's and it all, hasn't. It's worked. all one together. Yeah, I was going to say everybody goes. <laughs> And then you tear that team apart and figure out what you can do. Bahaha. Back to the Ottawa Senators. <laughs> uh, we're actually running out of Ottawa Senators things to talk about. Uh, quickly, the summer camps for the World Juniors, because the World Juniors are being played in August. Am I right? Yep. Is okay. it going to happen? Or is it going to happen? We never know. With the, with another wave coming up, you never know. But as of no, the now, COVID's over. No, there is something there's else, election. right? Oh, the monkey pots? No, the the sponsorships are pulling out of that's uh, another hockey big Canada. issue. Well, that's hockey Canada. That's not the well, world I championships. Underst- I don't understand. Oh, they're gonna correct, but it's in Canada. Um, I don't understand why the executives of Hockey Canada have not stepped down. They need to. They don't have to. They need to. They need to. They absolutely. Need Let to. me rephrase that. Nobody can make them. Well, the sponsors, sponsors can. Money talks. They're, well, maybe the sponsors are trying, but up to now, yep. so far, yep. nobody's had a big enough stick. Well, nobody's had a big enough stick. We can weather this. We can weather this. We're there. I know they're reopening the uh, the investigation. Yep. Because they've been forced to. Good. Buy they lost federal funding too. Eh? It's not yep. only this. Like... Didn't lose it. It's been frozen. So they haven't been defunded. They're just, they're not getting any more money. Just send in social work, sir. It's it's going to be, it it will be interesting, but we're going to get tweeted out for that one. Nobody's, nobody's going to, uh, nobody has lost their job so far. Hey, bring on the tweets. (laughs) Tweet engagement's good. (laughs) Nothing wrong with that. Even if we're misunderstood and I I don't take offense at it at all. No. Um, but as of now, the World Junior Summer Camps, the Team USA will have both Tyler Boucher and Tyler Clevin. Mm-hmm. So, so the Tylers will be there. Um, the Canadian team will have uh, Zach Ostapchuk. Actually, yep. that's Ostapchuk. Oh, sorry, Ostapchuk. I, I wrote it down. It's Ostapchuk. It's the emphasis on the first syllable. Borowiecki. Uh The Finnish team will Just have, will have uh, Roby Yarventi. And oh, I, nice. what is Mar- Marilinen's first name? I can't remember. Goalie. <laughs> Igor. Um, so, Yarventi and Marilina will be at the... Uh, Levi. Levi, thank you. I, I, I should know, but no. Um, Ridley Gregg is not attending Canada's camp. No, because we're going to be opening camp. And um, Jake Sanderson is not attending the mm-hmm. USA camp. Now, they may play in the juniors, but they're not attending the camps that were happening earlier this spring. Sanderson still has his hand issue, eh? Yes. So... Uh, Which is also a reason thing. Why are we putting all of our eggs in the basket with this poor kid? Well, because uh, people want this, that, and the other thing, and they won't want to change that. No, I just want to see him. 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 Go down to Belleville and watch him. No, I want to see him here now. 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 And I want a pony. 
No, a unicorn. The, 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 yeah. the, the, the manager is also saying the same thing. So yes, but he's saying that because people want to hear. But we'll see. No, no. You think Pierre Dorian cares about what we think? He's gone through hell from us for the last half a decade. You make now a strong point. Whew, walking on water. Walking on water. I'm so happy. One. You're saying Pierre Dorian can't swim? Listen, if I see him, <laughs> hugs and high fives. Yep. Hugs and high fives. Yep, bouquets, not bricks. One little quote that I wrote down, I, I wanted to bring this up because, excuse me, uh, we didn't bring it up on our last episode, and I had written it in my notes, and I just completely overshadowed it because we were just so giddy in the last one. And it was something that I actually heard, and then I wanted to. I went back and watched a video clip to make sure I got the quote right. I wanted to make sure I got the wording of it right. You've seen this, right? Uh... No. This is Gatineau, Greg. Uh, did this little uh, Pierre Dorian. So, I'm just letting you know, again, you're showing me something. That our listeners can't off. see. Well, because I didn't want to But the, the listeners can't see it. Yeah, that's fine. There's, there's so much stuff from Gatineau, Greg, that I've seen over the last years. Like, I don't even know anymore. It's just an image of Pierre Dorian, the cowboy, just oh, celebrating. In the sky. Oh, okay. I, okay. Pierre Dorian in the sky with ru- rubies? <laughs> <laughs> sure. During... Um, when Lanny McDonald and Mike Gartner called Alfie to tell him that he had been um, named. named to be admitted to the Hockey Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. um, Alfie's first sentence I didn't write down, but it was basically, thank you. Oh, well, first he was kidding about the fact that he thought that it was actually his insurance agent calling him, uh, but he said, thank you. But the next sentence was the one that really caught me. He said, this means so much to me and to the people of Ottawa. Yeah. That's the first 100%. thing out of his mouth is this means a lot to me, but it also means something to the people of Ottawa. And that showed to me his deep understanding how important this was of the community, the community and the fan base. And I'm like, wow, he needs to drop the puck on opening night. He's oh, going to have awesome. his own night. He's going to have his own night. He'll have his own night for Hockey Hall of Fame, but yeah, it'd be really cool if he dropped the puck on opening night. It would. That would be very In addition to his own night. No, guys, guys, let the daughters do it. Or let the daughters do it. It has to be something good. Okay, fine. I'm fine with that. Let the daughters do it. I think that that would be... Did Eugene ever do that? No way. I don't know. But I I remember Olivia talking years ago after the transplant that she spoke at a game... At the start. Like, thank you, Sens fans, for saving my daddy or something like that. Okay. So, anyways, like, if, if they can welcome the team or the fans back for whatever. It's... Remember when they did... Well, I think we missed... I miss it. Did you go to the home opener? This past season? Yeah. I was away. You I were? wanted to go. Because all the players are coming through and the same thing happened the year before. It's just like, who's that guy? Yeah. Oh, wow, there's so many new faces. And Murray didn't even start the home opener. No, he was sick. Yeah. (laughs) Again. Come come out, Jesus. Doorbell. Uh Uh-oh, delivery. Is that pizza? You guys ordered pizza, yeah? Pizza! It's not a pizza that I ordered him, but we'll see how he reacts. Mm. I have no idea what's going on here. (laughs) 
Why is there a bus of strippers unloading up in front of the house? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something is happening. Um, we're, we're almost out of senator stuff to talk about. We can certainly talk about other stuff that's gone on around the league. I was trying to keep, I was trying to keep track of all the coaching changes in the league, and Forget I gave it. up. It was a third. It was a third of the league. Did you get them all? Yeah, I just I just gave up. I gave up with how many coaches were moving from one place to another, and who was leaving here, and who was going there. I gave up. It was just too much of it. So I said uh, a lot. My my notes are completely out of date, so I will sum them up in saying a lot of coaching changes. That's that's my summary. Boston blew it. Um, Cassidy, Bruce Cassidy went to Vegas. They fired him. They shouldn't. Have, they shouldn't have. I couldn't believe they fired him. That was very strange. Yep. He must have. No, swore that, at the guy or something. No, nope. it's um. Uh, Don Sweeney. Nope. Cam, uh, Neely. Cam Neely. It's Cam Neely. Yeah, Cam Neely's running everything. He didn't yeah. like it? No. Cam Neely just uh, decided that's what the fix was, so that's what the fix was. Yep. The Sharks fired Bob Bugner. Yep. A few days before the name Mike Rear. First black GM, by the way, which is fantastic. That happens a lot of times, though, with the new GM, right? He brings in his own guys. Normally, but they waited so long that Bugner doesn't have a, an opportunity to get a job. Right. And, counterpoint to that, they don't get the best guy available. They have to take whatever happens to be left. Yeah, only things Barry Trotz took the year off after also being fired for no reason out of the Islanders. Lou being Lou. Yeah, Lou being Lou. Speaking of coaches, and this is a sense point, this is the year we get to really see what DJ Smith can do with a decent roster. Mm-hmm. We ended five. We cannot start oh or one and ten. No. Matt like, Murray's not here to worry about. <laughs> really, it's the team was friggin' bad. The team was bad. We ended five and one. That's what I'm taking out of it. Uh, well, this, we ended the previous season on a pretty good note, too. We got off this terrible start. So, with an injured starting goalie. I don't. It's Matt Murray. It was Matt Murray. He's only got three states. <laughs> I believe we've covered this already, but thank you for that. <laughs> uh, Rhode Island, <laughs> Wyoming, <laughs> and Oregon. <laughs> I was trying to go pretty random. <laughs> Utah, like Utah to save that. <laughs> That's funny. It's good. Yeah. Um, Dan Bilesma was named by the Seattle Kraken as the coach of their new AHL team, the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Yeah. Coachella Valley Firebirds. Yes. Mm. Dan Bilesma. It's like oh. sponsored by Fire <laughs> Festival. Who knows? Sponsored yeah. by who knows what? Fire. <laughs> Who knows incredible. Why? <laughs> that thing's incredible. By the way, the reason Colorado won the uh, uh, Stanley Cup is they had 12 first-round picks playing on that team. 12. 12. Nice. That's kind of stacked. <laughs> no, they may, not, they may not be top five, but they're 12 first-round picks. If everything would have worked out, our defense would have been all first-round picks in Zub. All the defense. Well, yes, but it didn't work out. It didn't work out. So, not, there you not, go. They, they also got rid of Duchesne, don't forget. True. Mm-hmm. True. Um, and the we, one playoff. Break a team. Wait, the one playoff round that Duchesne was on a team and they won was Columbus. That was the yep. year they shut out Tampa. Look what happened. 
They started a dynasty almost. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so you need to get so we gotta Matt Duchesne Nashville, next Ma- year. Montreal, play Matt- Montreal. Yeah. Why is Matt Duchesne in Montreal? No. No, oh, I was going to say. I'll take him Mont- oh, okay. So you guys look like, Matt Duchesne's really come back. He's had a great year. 0-4. Oh, yes. <laughs> let's go with that. Yeah, that's good. Um, You mentioned something interesting in one of our group text chats a while back. And it was right around the end of the uh, Stanley Cup play um, where you said oh. there really is an NHL paradox mm-hmm. or, or a, a, the, the, the fundamental question in, in the NHL when it comes to building a team. Yep. Do you build a team to make the playoffs or do you build a team to win in the playoffs? That's tough because you you can get a team full of good lunch pail, good guys you want to have in the playoffs and you won't make it. Exactly. Or or you have a team that is amazing and gets you to the playoffs and then Ottawa Senators, Senators early 2000s. Right. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Toronto Maple Leafs right now. They're amazing in the regular season. They Nashville. just don't work Edmonton. in the playoffs. Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they, they did well. That started to change. Yeah, they did better. Yeah. Um, and they've improved their goaltending at least somewhat. Well, they have both retired. Oh, this year? Yeah. Yeah, Mike Smith kind of blew it for them at the end. Exactly. So it's an interesting question because it really does come down to those two thought processes because mm-hmm. they're not mutually exclus- exclusive, but a team that wins in the playoffs isn't necessarily one that does really well in the regular season because it's two different styles of hockey. So are you going to get in? Now, then again, you have Montreal who went all the way to the Stanley Cup final after squeaking into the playoffs last year, but I wouldn't call them a playoff team. That was just a freak of nature. That was a Hamburger run. That just, everything started working for them, and they mm-hmm. got through round after round in the playoffs when... That, was, that was Toronto's year to win. Yeah. 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 So, well, at this point, my objective for this season is to make the playoffs. I would like to. I'd like to... I'll, I'll be happy if we compete for them. I would like to make them, but I want to be playing yeah. meaningful games in the last two weeks of the season. My, oh, God, that'd be great. Instead of November 1st being like, yep, well, that was Well, now, we, now there's no pressure. Okay, bingo cards. <laughs> Everybody get your bingo card. Do a bit of an analysis of the season, by the way. Uh-oh, more, more numbers. Okay, I need another drink. You go. So, Cardinal, I know this is one of your favorites. Back-to-back games. Cards win? No, Frederick was a great one. So the Sens have nine back-to-back games this season. That's okay, though, because the Leafs have ten. Really? Interesting. For the out-of-town listeners, these are some things that you guys might want to consider. Christmas in New Year. So in Ottawa, we play December 22nd against Washington, December 23rd against Detroit. December 27th against Boston and January 1st against Buffalo. So a nice little trip there. Don't want to come over during Christmas time. And this is a thing about the Ottawa Senators. One of the excuses was always, it's a long weekend. People are going away, not thinking it's a long weekend. Let's take advantage of -of out-of-towners. Family Day is Monday, February 20th. We have a game on Friday against Chicago and Sunday, February 19th against St. Louis. 
So you can go to the game on Sunday. Is the Sunday game an afternoon game or? A- well, it doesn't matter because you have Monday off. Well, that's what I mean. Is it, it, if it's an af- yeah. if it's an afternoon game, it doesn't matter quite so much. I was trying to follow your earlier point. You're saying that in past seasons they would not put games on the long weekend because they thought people were going to be away. Yep, or they just didn't expect much of ticket sales. Oh, so they're and, totally turning a blind eye to the visitors that might go to a game. Yep. Right. Again, local mentality versus. Yes. Brilliant. Toronto marketing. Exactly. And when's Winterlude? Uh, is Feb- it February? It is February. Okay. Because I think that's around Family Day too. Because that's February seventeenth and nineteenth. Yeah. Yeah, it's around then. So great time to come and visit Ottawa. It really is a great time to come and visit Ottawa. I feel like sometimes the canals open. Sometimes, yeah. Actually, that's when I was on vacation up at the cottage for uh, nine days this past winter, and it was wonderful. It was cold. It was bloody cold. We burned a lot of wood to keep warm, but we had a wicked good time of nine days of not being here. March break, which I believe is the 16th and 18th we have games. That's the first. March 17th is St. Paddy's Day. It's too late. No, Uh, March break is the first. First week of March in Quebec and the second week of March in Ontario. In Ontario? Okay. Got that one wrong, man. Please tell me you don't have a Leafs game on St. Patrick's Day. The day after. (laughs) They learned not to have it on the day of. Oh, boy. But yeah, Colorado on the 16th, St. Patrick's Day, and then 18th is uh, Toronto. You should not have a game on St. Patrick's Day because it's amateur night. It's amateur night. They couldn't do it. They did it once and they couldn't do it again. No. It's, it's terrible. Just ask anybody who works in the bar industry. It's amateur night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Matt, I'm hoping you're listening. Chinese New Year is January 22nd. We're playing the Jets on the 21st. January 22nd? is oh, Yeah. It's my brother's birthday. Um, other breakdowns. The, the, wor- the worst or the most compact number of games in days. We've got five games in 10 days. Home games in 10 days? That was the second half of the schedule this year. Yeah. So, yeah, because <laughs> last year we had five home games in eight days. It was like, this is... Yeah, yeah that's tough. For, for, for season six at all, I'm like, this is too much of a commitment. Yeah, that's too that's too much travel. Um, and that's at the start of the season. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, so October 18th through 27th. So there'll still be a lot of hype and excitement, regardless as to how the team's doing. There's four games in 10 days, December 12th through 23rd. So, again, holidays are trying to take advantage of that. February, there are four games. Four home games in February. Yep. Hmm. There's uh, All-Star break and stuff like that. It's too cold for people to go to the Canadian Times? All-Star break is part of it. Okay. All right. Sure. That's weird. And that might be like whatever. Because remember they have that flex week? There's nothing else to do in February. It's the perfect time to have home games. Because people don't want to be doing stuff outside, unless they're like oh, me and they like being outside in the, the cold. The busiest time in my life. So I'm yeah, well, suck it up. <laughs> don't have to. They got four games. <laughs> Montreal play on a Saturday. Road June is January twenty eighth and Wednesday, December fourteenth. Other way, in the order of time. The Leafs we don't see here till March eighteenth. We don't see them here at all. Yup. March 18th, April 1st. Wow. We only have two home games versus Toronto. Yeah, because we only play them four times, four or five times. And they're at the end of the season when it might make a difference. When it could be fun. Yep. But, it, but it also could mean there'd be a lot of obnoxious leafers in the building. Eh. Depends where we stand. Eh. And they're both on Saturday, so sell. <laughs> sell. Eh. Sell, make your money back. 
There's that, I suppose. So, yeah, very, very balanced. Back to normal. I think they've done well in regards to the vacations. Or holidays, I should say. Yeah, that's good. Better than last year's or two last years ago. Or, yeah, wow. Well, even the last year pre-COVID. I, I understand it, but yeah. it was just a disaster. And you had early conversations with uh, sales at the Ottawa Senators, and their ticket sales are up. You mentioned it earlier, 25% up in season ticket holders. Yeah, in that and, email. Yep. But you already have yeah. yours. You're going to be sitting in front of the TSN. Yes. Right? Correct. Yeah, okay. Thought, yeah, I thought no. you still had those. It's like I, I asked Brendan, it's like, hey, do you want to join the podcast to talk about the pro, uh, about the packages you guys have? It's, uh, well, I, well, he's out of conference he's at an for event the or something. And, like, and we're, we're, we're kind of fine right now. <laughs> okay. Good for him. That's great. great news. There's nothing wrong with so, that yeah, at all. We'll, we'll, hopefully we'll be able to do more stuff with the team. I only have a couple of quick points and then we can grind gears and get out of here because I don't really want to talk about a whole lot of the stuff that we have here because it'll just take too damn long. Mm-hmm. Um, the one funny one, I mentioned this before we started, but I wanted to mention it now that we're actually recording, is um, we were talking earlier about buyouts with the team and the team has four buyouts and one retained salary so far. There's a retained salary in this league which is going until 2028 that isn't even listed as a retained salary because it's pre-salary uh, cap era, I believe. Um, which oh, yeah. is the New York, um, is it the Rangers or the Islanders? Island, it's, Islanders. It's the Islanders. Okay, I, I wrote that one down wrong. I'm like, it's the Islanders. Are paying Rick DiPietro $1.5 million a year every July 1st until 2028. That was a 15-season buyout, I think. Yeah. When they did it. 15. Yes. It must be awfully nice to be sitting not up at the on, up at the cottage on July first, going. I just made another one point five million dollars U.S. That's and, a, and he does TV. He does U.S. TV. So yeah. it's big money too. So he's. It's just a nice little bonus for you. Here, yeah. your 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 work season is over. Here's a one and a half million bucks. Go buy yourself a Bentley. Okay, sure. Why not? But I bought one last. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, now you will have two. We got another six checks coming. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> The really telling one, and this is a little, it's not a downer, it's just it, its just an indication of the way things are in, in certain places. Um, you may not be familiar with the USFL. Canuck, you're probably at least passively familiar with the USFL, which has been a, a, a football league put together to play in the off-season of the NFL. Mm-hmm. And it's all made for television. There are s- four teams, or, no, no, there are four teams or six teams, all the games are played in the same stadium in one city, even though there are wow. teams okay. from other cities. Um, we were a team. And the USFL had better rankings than Major League Baseball or the NHL. Oh. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, they had better ratings than the NHL. That doesn't surprise me. It's football. Yeah. But it had better ratings as off-season, non-star-laden football. Than better baseball. rankings than Major League Baseball. Wow. That shows you how powerful the NFL is. Wow. <laughs> football rules south of the border. I'm surprised, mm-hmm. especially considering how far the Rangers went. Far the Rangers win in the playoffs. Doesn't matter. Rangers are the the most uh, profitable team, but that's nowhere close to what football can draw. Nothing. Well, well, I mean that, the, the, that the, puts things into perspective. The Rangers aren't anywhere close to what Major League Baseball no, can no. can draw, and this outdrew especially with the Yankees. Yeah. Well, no. it, it could be any well, team in the Major League Baseball. It doesn't matter. And that's the thing is the league football it, did better. I forgot to mention this when we're talking about the. The team, and because we're close to the cap now, which is the prophecy is happening. Um, the other thing is because we're locking all of these deals now, the flat cap in two, 
because this year it was the most the highest revenue that the league has ever had and it's like Toronto and Montreal were locked out of having people in, in the stands for a lot of it this was the first year of the Canada. New, this was the first year of the new uh, US media deal though wasn't it gambling uh okay fair enough so whenever this flat cap and I think it's two to three years from now is done hopefully around the same time that the new arena is done having all of these guys around the eight million dollar mark it's gonna be the bargain of the century yeah it's gonna be like because I'm sure that that ceiling's gonna pop the, the cap's gonna pop to 90. Once well, it's over. there was an interesting... I didn't write it down, unfortunately. There Let's was, see how the recession happened. There was an interesting stat that when the cap was first introduced, it was, I believe, $39 million. Yep. That was for the NHL. The NBA cap was lower than the NHL cap. Wow. Significantly lower. Way. Like millions lower. Wow. And now... International. The, well, now the uh, NHL cap is 82. Two. And the um, and and the uh, and NBA. the NBA's is one hundred and thirty something, if wow. memory serves correctly. Crazy. Yeah, like it's just blown past, blown past the NHL. There's but again, international exposure, a lot of a lot of money because you can find hockey in a lot of other places that's good enough to watch. It's kind of hard to find basketball that's good enough to watch other than the NBA. In no, but it's also the in interest. college, but college doesn't market itself internationally. The NBA right. does. No. Well, it's it's, all, it's international players too, but it's there's that. Someone basketball, you need a ball and a hoop. That's a big difference. That's just, it's just like it's, soccer. Like, yeah, soccer is really easy to play anywhere because yeah. you need uh, something to make a goal out of and a ball. Yeah, yeah. you don't need an ice surface. Because <laughs> yeah. in hockey, you need parents that are lawyers. Yes. Yeah, and there's still a lot of people that want the NHL to to stop with the hard cap and kind of go to like a luxury tax system. No, because all that idea. all that all that's going to get you is the New York Yankees and the L, and the uh, LA Dodgers. Well, You'll have the teams. not only that. Yeah, but that's where the people are. are saying that's where that. they want it. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's that. the problem. Yeah, it's just people in Toronto. But the problem with that is that the league, the league in the sport, isn't strong enough to handle that, anyways. Because then you'll have six fan bases that will watch and spend time and money into it. Right. The rest nobody else will. will fail. Yeah, nobody else yeah. will. There's no point. Yeah, it's not like the Milwaukee Brewers. Right. It's it, it, it's just, it's not the same thing. It's not. And it's only the teams that are struggling because they can't spend as much as they want to be able to try and win like they used to that want to go back to that model because they don't like... <laughs> this goes back to some of the things we've talked about. They don't like equality where they're equal to everybody else. They right. like equality where they're better than everybody else. Do you know what I love to see? Is, uh, instead of a strict cap, I would like to see a... Uh, what's the word? The economic, la- e- e- economic fair cap. And what Com- I mean by that so you want is, to see communism. Nope. Um, <laughs> for example... U.S. dollar versus Canadian dollar, maybe. No, that doesn't have to matter. I'd say more like the tax Net differences. Like you, you, you're hearing it from hockey players that they purposely uh, they have their trade clauses is New York, California, all Canadian teams. They I don't. don't. I don't think they're thinking it through. Sorry, 
well, I don't know, but a, a team in Florida, you know, will an eight million dollar salary if you're playing in Florida yeah. is a bit different than if you're playing in uh, Montreal. Brady Kachuk signed an eight year, six year, seven but, year deal. Now, what they don't, what people forget though, is that that's only when you're playing the home games. The people that sign down in Florida, when they play a game in Montreal, they got to they're taxed mm-hmm. where they're playing. So. Yeah. Oh. It's, it, okay. But there's still 40, 40 there's 41, 41 home games. games so. Yeah. So that's half your salary is taxless. It's actually taxless. Okay. I hadn't thought of that angle. Thank you. It's a small, I don't know if that's fair enough, but then it would have to be fluid because pro- states could change their tax laws and stuff. So I don't well, know. Well, it has to recalculate in real time. Fair enough. Yeah. You'll nope. pay less tax and you can't get shot in school. <laughs> Leave it the way it is. I don't care anymore. We're going to get tweeted. <sighs> no, no one heard what you mumbled anyway. So. Good. Don't turn it up and listen to it. It's not worth it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. um, let's just grind our gears and get out of here. This, is, this has been a, a fun episode, but it is getting a little bit late for some of us who have been awake way too early today. Hmm. Yeah. You know what really grinds my gears? Uh, who wants to go first? You want me to go first? Okay, mine's not quite so lighthearted. <laughs> not that I... <laughs> We kind of don't, don't pull a Canuck. No, <laughs> no. Well, this one is this one is serious, actually. Um, <laughs> the thing, the thing that grinds my gears is COVID pets, or more specifically, oh my god, is COVID pet owners. Why? Pe- oh, pe- it's a bi- it's gonna be a big issue. People who got their dog during COVID, they really wanted a dog, they really needed something to keep them company, are now abandoning them in droves. No, I don't have time for this dog. So they're dropping them off at the shelter, or they're driving out in the country and driving dropping them off on the side of the road. Eww. Because oh no, I don't. I, 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 I just don't want it anymore. Yeah. It's like no, this is this isn't a pair of shoes. No, this isn't a, a deck chair. This isn't yeah. an old phone. This is an animal that depends on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't want it anymore because I'm too busy. You're too busy going out and having fun, but you wanted something to entertain you that when you were at home, so you got an animal rather than, I don't know, a subscription to Netflix. It was a... You was a people suck. Big issue. Big issue. Because for, for reasons of my own entertainment, not that I know anything about it, I have Business News Network on all day when I'm working. Just to distract from what I do all day. It has nothing um, to do with business. That's yeah, okay. Definitely. Yeah. I used to listen to air traffic control so, when I was working at home. So, um, <laughs> okay, that's just weird. But pet value was always like, we've got top revenues, top sales for this quarter. It's like, and three million pets have been adopted. It's like, oh no. Yeah. And now they're arriving. Because you saw at- this. I'm like, yeah, it's not good. And even that, like, because I was, I was working from home. I didn't leave the house for like two months. It's like, could get a dog, but let's wait to see how my life will, because I knew I was going to go back to hybrid work and not in at work um, at the tree all the time. So, well, it's, I mean, so I was like, so now it's like, I can. At least you're thinking could, about it. Uh, yeah, These because people it's weren't. like, no. No, it's instant no. gratification. I want a dog. I want a dog. I want a dog. I want a, I want a dog that I can cuddle with and I can pet with and I can... And now it's like, I don't want it anymore. It's yeah. just, it's a, just, it's just a possession. It's it just a possession. Like, great. You know what? I'm going to take you out into the countryside and I'm going to drop you off on a gravel road barefoot. You're mm-hmm. allowed 
uh, a t-shirt and a pair of shorts. And you don't know how to get food. And you don't well, you don't know how to get food. You don't have your cell phone. You can't talk to anybody. Good luck. Awful. And, and, and I'm not awful. dropping you off five minutes from Barhaven. I'm dropping you off at the end of a logging road up in the Gatineau Hills two and a half hours from here. Where if you can walk 40 kilometers in your bare feet, you might find something. But before then, you're probably going to spend a night or two in the bush and see what it's like. Good luck. And I'm not going to tell you why this is happening. No. Oh, no, I will. Totally. I'll tell you why it's happening because I want you to think about it when you suddenly have a pack of coyotes around you. Or when you hear the wolf. Well, no, but that's the thing. Like, the pets don't know where they're no. going, where the donor's going. No, but I want the people to know why they're Terrible. being abandoned. Terrible. Yep. yep. That's what grinds my gears, and it really, really pisses me off. It's absolutely terrible. When you said that at first, I was thinking, well, technically, I got my cat right before COVID. Like, Different. But Different. that was not a COVID No, technically, <laughs> what grinds my gears are COVID pet owners, not the pets themselves. You're right. I, but I digress. Uh, who's next? I don't have anything. You don't have anything? You have something written down. Do I? Was it yeah. Bitcoin? <laughs> no. Oh, it wasn't. Okay. So, first thing is oh. negative ninnies. You have oh, some. Parkdale East. Is this, is this exit ramps or entrance ramps on the, on the 417? It's right before. I don't understand. We just spent billions of dollars on the highways and the elevations. Mm-hmm. And when you're going east on Parkdale... The lane will end. East on the 417 approaching Parkdale. Yep. And then it reopens for you to get off Parkdale. Yeah. So that creates this bottleneck for I don't know what reason. It's a long... I think there's a house there. No, there's a long-term reason that the... uh, I believe the reason they've done that is because part of where they're going to eventually widen further in hasn't been done yet because they're doing the rapid bridge replacement. Okay, so if that's going to be fixed, great. It will eventually. But the pedestrian bridge is already up. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, good. Yeah, that's fine. If it's temporary, that's fine. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're doing a couple of rapid replacements this summer down around uh, Rochester. Oh, Booth, the Breton, which is the other one that goes. I think it's Booth that goes underneath as well. They're doing both of them because they're building the bridges right now right next to the Queensway. And they're, I think once that goes through, yep. they'll be able to rearrange the way that the lines and are painted. Behind because of a work issue. No, 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 not particularly. Suppo- no, there's supposed to be one done this week. And they had to postpone it because I think it's a labor strike or something like that. Oh, well. The, Shit is what it is. It's, the bridges are, are there, so. Pay people what they deserve. Um, yeah. <laughs> That'll never happen. Pay, pay, pay them as little as you could possibly get away with. Anything else? Yeah. And then just a negative ninnies, just like what oh, Knox said. Yeah. Negative I'm ninnies? I'm yep. tired of that. It's Oh, the. Th- this has been a week of great news. Yeah. Remember after, after Eugene passed and I said that. And this was, I think, after the article that came out. It's like, we need a bridge to be built between the team and media. It had to be both ways. Yes. That's been done on one side of the the relationship. Well, we'll work on it. I'm just tired of the cesspool of negativity of... Twitter never fails to disappoint me, but I'm really like, tired this of being This has been disappointed. a hell of a month. Well, it's not just Twitter. It's the local sports radios doing it. Well, local sports radio thinks that they get clicks that way, especially one particular host who just loves to be contrarian, even to himself from week to week. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Anyway. But he's an expert. He should not have the job. He's an yeah. expert. Yeah. 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 If yep. you're an expert yep. and you should have the job, yep. then why yep. don't you have the yep. job? Oh, because yep. you're not an expert. Yep. 
You're an expert? Yep. So you're an yep. expert. Yep, yep. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> that's it, <laughs> right? We're done? We're yep. finished? Good. So spring, tra- yeah. spring training. Yeah, Wrong good. Wrong sport. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong season. This is where I usually say we'll be back in the fall. For what will be our 11th season. <laughs> Who knows now? <laughs> but with how things have been going in the past few weeks, I'm not convinced we may not be coming back for another episode. I don't think the long. 12 Days of Dorian are done yet. <laughs> oh, Who knows? Man. So we may be back, but if not, we'll be back in the fall. Until then. Just little, be- yeah, one final tidbit there. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Norris's contract ends when I am 50. Well, so I, I don't really want to admit to how old I'll be by then. Thanks very much. Uh, but... On behalf of Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. We'll be back in the preseason. Good night. Fifth day of Dorian, my GM gave to me Claude Giroux. Connor ran away, Murray to the Leafs, Gamble one more year, and to bring Cat to the CTC.